You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Hello and welcome back, incredible listeners. I am your host of Third Eye Talks, Naz Rose, Certified Life and Spiritual Coach. And today we're in for a really beautiful treat with Kaylin. Kaylin is an angel therapy practitioner, and she is going to talk to us about the angels, all about the angels. And I'm very excited for this topic. Hi, Kaylin. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. So I I I recently started working with angels and I always love to hear when people go down this path of working with them how they got there. So can you tell me a little bit about how you became an angel therapy practitioner? What led yeah. you? Yeah, for sure. Um I always attribute it I always attribute it to my mother because she started me on the path of exploring my spirituality and my intuition and that kind of thing because she had started her own journey at, you know, early 40s kind of thing, exploring her intuition and going down that path. So she originally tapped into the Hay House authors and so brought us girls along, shared what she was learning. And for me, it was kind of like a, just a natural unfolding. Like we started learning, uh, connecting more so with uh, Sonia Choquette, which p- people may or may not already be familiar with. And then, of course, there's Wayne Dyer. And then at the time, uh, Doreen Virtue was the angel lady of Hay House. And so she was offering her angel therapy practitioner certification courses. And I ended up on her list. And I didn't have a huge pull to it immediately, but it was just kind of a synchronicity of events that unfolded. Like it would show up in my inbox and one time I was going to go and then it didn't work out. And then it showed up again in my inbox. And this time it was the last in-person opportunity to do this course with her. Um, And I turned to my husband at the time and I'm like, I have to go. It was just kind of this knowing that I had to go. I wasn't sure why or how or whatever. And it was interesting because I had like one-year-old twins who were just over a year old. I was still nursing them. I would have been, I was gone for a week. So I had to like pump milk and I had to arrange for my mother to come. And anyways, but things just like literally fell into place. And then when I got there and I walked in on the first day, I, even though there was like 200 strangers in the room, I immediately knew I already knew them. And so it was, and then it was just the journey of spending those days with them, learning and and sharing and doing readings for each other. Um, it's just an experience that's really hard to 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 put words to 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 describe. And I knew it was just I knew I was in the right place at the right time and doing the right thing. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't it beautiful how that happens? You just know. But I find it fascinating. I mean, I think that we know when we're in the right place, we get those beautiful moments of feeling like 
this. I'm supposed to be here. But it's extra beautiful to know, like, I know all of these people somehow, some way I feel connected to them. I love that, that part of your story. So you end up, uh, you know, being an angel therapy practitioner, you use this as as a a tool, I'm assuming with your, your clients, and with the people that work with you. Try to, for me, simplify for us, because I know there are a lot of angels, a lot of energies, but if we're just starting to work with angels and we're, or we're feeling called to work with them, are there some immediate ones that we should know about that might show up for us more easily or that might open that gateway for us to work with all of the others? Um, absolutely. First and foremost, you want to create a connection with your guardian angel, right? So your guardian angel is the angel that is with you through your entire lifetime from the time you were born until the time you pass. And they are basically with you 24 seven and they, their main goal or purpose is to protect you and keep you safe throughout your lifetime. But they, if you get to know them and nurture your relationship, they can become like your, uh, trusted advisor, your BFF. And so I always recommend people start there with connecting with their guardian angel and nurturing that relationship because they are there um, and they want to help you. So um, that is where one of the first places I would begin. Um, and then, of course, there's the archangels, which I'm sure many people have heard about. Um, and there are commonly 15, we call them the divine 15, that that are prominent, um, that are more commonly talked about at this present time. But I'll just share with you a few um, of the uh, of these archangels that people are probably have heard of before or are more familiar with. So the first one is Archangel Michael. And Archangel Michael is known as the protector. He's uh, often depicted as uh, a warrior with a sword. And he, you call on him basically to keep you safe. Um, and you might say, well, doesn't my guardian angel do that? Yes. But Archangel Michael kind of amps it up a little bit because archangels vibrate at a higher vibrational energy than the guardian angels. So he just has access to a little bit more. Um, he is also very good at um, helping you with technology, interestingly enough. So if your computer's not working or your phone's not uh, functioning like it should, if you call on him, he'll help you. He'll either like bring in the energy to help you figure it out yourself or he'll bring you the right person to help you solve that tech issue, th that kind of thing. So he's really amazing that way. He is That's also just interesting thing. I had never heard that about Michael. So I, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those neat little kind of side things that is present, but you know, it's not always, you know, the first thing that we talk about for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he is also the strongest um, and the most powerful of the archangels and often is called the leader of, of the archangels. Uh, then we have Archangel Gabriel, and Archangel Gabriel is known as the Archangel of, of Communication. So anytime you would like to enhance your communication or you're moving into a space where it might be a little bit more of a challenging conversation, you would call on Archangel Gabriel to help you basically connect at a heart-to-heart -heart level, choose the right words so that the, you know, the other people involved in the communication 
hear you, understand you. And so just that communication just becomes that little bit more smoother. And like I said, heart connected. Mm -hmm. Um, He's also very much connected with artists. So anytime, and and not just artists, like people who are in the profession, but like creativity as well. So if you need assistance in the creative realm, Archangel Gabriel, but if you are a professional in the, the artist world, um, then he will help, you know, he, he can help bring things in for you. And so a lot of artists um, do work with Archangel Gabriel as well in creating their works and, and putting them out into the world. Uh, and then the last one that I'd like to share is Archangel Raphael. And Archangel Raphael is the Archangel of healing. And so anytime you are working with any sort of um, concern, issue, challenge in regards to healing, Archangel Raphael, you would call him in to assist you in whatever you know way fits. And it might be to just physically be present with someone. Uh, it might be to bring in that particular remedy or that or that key person. And so he will help support that healing or he even brings in tools or knowledge for yourself if you were working on you know self-healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just physical healing that he... I was going to ask that. Is, is this just the physical body like illness and disease or are we talking about emotional spiritual healing as well absolutely so all he encompasses everything it's it's not just the physical body it is the emotional the spiritual um and uh he can take you if you're open to it and and ready for it he can take you on some wonderful journeys like in the spiritual healing and emotional and energetic realm uh which can take you to places that you you know may not be able to access kind of on your own I imagine, too, that being the angel who works on this, that people who are in the healing uh, world, you know, people who work with others and to help others heal, that they also, this is also probably somebody, an angel that's wonderful for them to carry so that they can carry out that work as best as possible. Absolutely. I know a lot, a lot of people who work in the, um, in the, the medical industry in particular who, you know, have archangel Raphael with them, work with them, bring them to work kind of thing. <laughs> you know, I love that. I love that. So you mentioned something when you started talking about how we start to bridge and, and create that connection with the angels. You mentioned establishing the communication with your guardian angel first. Mm-hmm. Are there ways in, is there a particular way in which we can start to do that? Does that vary depending on the individual? And, and this is a two-part question. So that, how do we begin? And then how do they respond? How do we know that they're listening? Because obviously communication in a relationship is a two-way street. So I know that they communicate back to us, but maybe you can tell our listeners, how does that happen? Right. Uh, so yes. So the first thing that is key when we're connecting to the angels, whether it be our guardian angel, archangels, any angels, period, is we have to ask. Because we are on the planet having a human experience and we have free will, the angels are not able to interfere, per se, unless we ask them for uh, guidance, help, etc. The only 
caveat to that is, you know, if you're in mortal danger and it's not your time to go, then your guardian angel will, you know, step in and, and take care of things. So it's really easy to start connecting with your angels. You simply ask. Um, and it doesn't have to be a fancy ask with particular words <laughs> or an incantation. You could just say, you know, a uh, guardian angel, I'd like to connect with you today. Can you help me with finding the perfect recipe for dinner? You know, um, and it doesn't matter the scale or the size of what we're asking for because the angel to the angels it doesn't matter right there is no time and space there is no size according to them and it's only us in our human experience that make things small or large so we might think asking for a park help finding a parking spot is a small ask and you know asking for that dream home is a big ask but essentially it's all energy and they're in in the angelic realm they're the same Hmm. It's just Perfect. our human mind that puts it in that box of small, large, difficult, easy kind of thing. Um, yeah. So asking is is the first thing. I mean, of course, people, you can use prayers. You can connect with your angels through meditation. Um, anytime you go for a personal healing session, you can uh, connect through to the angels, you know, through those sessions. Sometimes they come in. But um when you're like I said, asking is is the is like is the first step. And I would just invite people to start there because I find that um we can overwhelm ourselves if we start going, okay, well, I need to use this oil to connect and this crystal and this so <laughs> just start by asking. So yeah. I invite listeners to pick something today that they would like help with and ask the angels to help them with it. And Pick something that you could feasibly receive a message or, or a solution or even a step towards a solution, you know, within the next 24 hours and then just kind of be open in the next 24 hours and see what comes in. Now, as far as knowing, am I getting a message? Mm -hmm. um, they were replying. How do I know they replied to my email? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, so the first thing is uh, be open. Just be open to whatever comes in. Things can come in in all different forms. They can come to you visually. They can come to you. You could hear uh, a word or a sentence um, in a conversation when you went to pick up your morning coffee. Uh, you could hear sounds out of the blue. Uh, you could notice repeating words on signs or even repeating numbers are common. Like those are all... Uh, messages and signs that are coming in from the angels in response to whatever you've asked for. And the trick is, is to just be aware of it and just start take notice. And so I really invite people to like keep a notepad or, or messages or notes in their phone. And because sometimes you'll see, you know, the word, the number one, one, one. And when you see it once, it might not take much notice, but when you see it repetitively, then you're like, oh, that's part of my message. But, you know, we're human. We have many things going on in our brains <laughs> and throughout our days <laughs> so we can forget. So just every time you notice something that stands out, write it down, write it down, write it down. And then when you get to the end of your day, you can go back and you go, oh, I did see the number 111, you know, three times, four times, five times. And then that helps you to identify, one, that you are receiving messages, and two, it helps us get 
um, out of our heads because our, we're not trying to analyze it and make sense of it. And because uh, we connect much more easily with the angels when we are coming from the heart energy in our heart space um, mm -hmm. than the head space. So. so how do we, for example, um, if we are someone who sees the one, one, one everywhere, how, how are we to interpret that? Like you said, because it's very easy to go to Google and just put in, you know, what is one, one, one mean and in yes. the angel, but how do we cre create that or interpret that from the heart, as you said, in order to build more of that heart centered communication with them? Um, what I would do is simply just take a few moments and take a breath and then breathe into your heart and just kind of get in there for, you know, 30, 60 seconds. You can stay there longer if you want. Um, but just literally imagine yourself dropping in from the head to the heart and then just breathe through the heart space for a moment. Um, and then dive into, uh, in interpreting your, your message. Okay. That sounds, it sounds so simple, right? It is. When you think simple. about it, you're like, it's so simple. But I think that a lot of times we overcomplicate that communication. So, exactly. so we're really, once we see the message, once we ask, and then we see the messages, and then we start to build that connection and interpret the messages. How do, is it, because it, it can start to feel sometimes I assume I don't know it can start to feel a little bit guilty like I'm always asking for a solution I'm always asking for an answer how do we maintain that like do the do the angels think like you know there's are you in are you in gratitude or are you always going to keep asking me for stuff <laughs> like can we overdo it with the angels is my question can we do too much <laughs> absolutely not um, okay good that's good yeah the, the whole a lot exactly yeah uh, the whole purpose and role of the angels is to help us that is that is their role that is what they are here for that is their purpose and so you can ask as much as you want as many times as you want for for you know whatever you need help and support with is it also good to thank them for their assistance Absolutely. Right. Because we all know the energy of gratitude helps keep us in our heart space and right. And it brings more of those more of those good things in. But you can never over ask the angels um, for something. And the other thing that I always like to share with people is that angels, because they're not restricted by time and space, they can go to multiple of us at once. Like, it's not like you ask Archangel Michael to come and I have to sit and wait my turn for him to come to me. He can go to me and you and Mary and Sue and, mm -hmm. you know, everybody at the same time. So I don't, when you're working with the angels, you never have to feel that you're taking the angel away from what our human minds might deem as someone more important or someone more in need. The angels mm -hmm. are here to help all of us with anything and everything doesn't matter who it doesn't matter when and they can help us all at the same time i love that i love knowing that because you can feel guilty i think you know that you're you're asking for something small when somebody else is really really in need of that energy you don't want to take that away so my my last question is really about how 
do they do they look a certain way? Because I've heard it said a lot that we envision them as these creatures, you know, with the wings and the whole beautiful thing, but that that's not necessarily how they come across to all of us. Do they? Can you tell me a little bit more about maybe how you see them in your world? How do they look to you or how do they feel to you? Um, so one thing that's important to for people to know and recognize is that we all receive things in different ways. So some of us are more visual, some of us are more auditory, then there's knowing and feeling and, and even uh, taste and smell can come into it. And so depending on which way you receive the best or which one is the strongest, then that is often how, you know, the angel's example will present to you. Okay. And so if you're a more visual person, you may receive, you may receive a vision of an outline of an angel and they may look very human. Um, but they may not. They may just come in as this brilliant white golden light. And that has to do with basically, like how, like I said, how you personally are receiving. So I invite people to play with it and yeah. to, to not get stuck on there's one way that I have to see, hear, feel, or know this this angel. Just play with it and and, and kind of tune into and recognize what are you receiving. And then notice that that's the that is the way that you will likely receive your not only when the angels come in to you, but also your messages as well. Does hmm. that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I I've talked a little bit about about that how the range of interpretation is so vast. You know, to me, the color red symbolizes one thing, and it means a hundred other things to a hundred other people, right? So. It is open to our interpretation. I tell people that about numbers as well. You know, numbers, like uh, the number five may mean uh, or feel like a whole other energy to me than what it means to you. And so it's right. always open to uh, our particular way of interpreting things. So I'm glad that you that you mentioned that because I think as we start to work with the angels, we do have to have that open mind about how they're going to show up and how their energy is going to feel to us and how we may experience them initially. Exactly. And it's a practice as well. Like if you haven't been doing that on a regular basis, it's just like when you don't go to the gym on the regular on a regular basis, right? That muscle is not as strong. And so I just encourage people to keep doing it on a regular basis and it'll get stronger and things will become clearer. And, you know, as you're doing that, your own vibration will shift and then that helps as well. Um, so, and sometimes too, people say, well, I didn't feel anything. I didn't notice anything. That doesn't mean they're not there. It just means that that is how you experience things and or you may not have tapped into yet how you or recognized how you fully ex have that experience. So just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Love that. Love that. And I imagine that's something that you help folks to do is to really tune in to their, their particular way of feeling the angels and working with the angels. So before we go, I do want to give some time to, you know, talk about where we can find you, what you're working on, and how we can get in touch with you. Absolutely. Yes. So um, I'm very active and present on, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So you can find me through my personal profile, Kaylin Devian, um, but also uh, my business page is at your inner light CA. 
Uh, okay. You can also find me on Instagram. And that's just at Kaylin Debian. And then I have a website as well, which gives you s- some basic outlines, but it, in all honesty, it really needs to be updated to 2024. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to call on uh, on Michael to come and get yeah, to bring me the right person to revamp that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that. So, okay. Can you, um, can you, you said it's at your inner light CA. That's your Instagram and they're on Facebook. Okay. All right. Perfect. So we can find you there. And what are some of the things that, um, that we can kind of jump on right away with you? Is there anything that you're working on programs one-on-one? Are you accepting new clients? Uh, absolutely. So I do, I offer different events, uh, throughout the year. Um, a lot of full moon, new moon, honoring the divine feminine, um, I actually have a manifesting with the angels challenge coming up. Um, okay. When is that? Because I might have to join that. <laughs> uh, that is actually coming up next week, February 1st to 3rd. Okay. Yep. Um, and that is, it's, it's three days and, and we dive into how we can connect with the angels to manifest what we want. Um, and also get I'll get a little bit into the specific archangels that are like the experts for supporting us in manifesting. Um, yeah. I so, love that. Yeah, I really love that. Uh and then I have an ongoing membership that basically guides people through the journey of connecting to their angels, of identifying their best way to connect with them, recognize them, understand um, and then it just kind of guides you through all the different pieces that will support you continually enhancing and deepening that that connection. And then the last thing that I offer is a six month intensive one on one angelic coaching program, which where we go really deep. So not only do we solidify, enhance, deepen your connection with the angels, we take you on a journey of um, raising your personal vibration, there's healing aspects in there, and then fully stepping into uh, your spiritual gifts. And even if you don't identify what they are right now, that is part of the process is we help you to pull those out, bring them forth, and then you decide how you're going to share them out in the world. Beautiful. Oh, all right, dear listeners, you heard it. You heard it here from Kaylin. Go ahead, take her up on some of these offers, whatever it is. If you're feeling called to work with the angels, know that that is also a sign that it's your time to start to explore what that's all about. That is a sign. If you, you're going to know. If you're meant to work with the angels, you're definitely going to know. So thank you so much, Kaylin, for your time today and for talking to us about what the angels are about and how we can start to build the communication with them. I appreciate you being being on the show. And uh, to my dear listeners, I will see you next time on Third Eye Talks. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information. BelieveItLifeCoaching.com. Believe It Life Coaching.com.